God. Again, good evening, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Elite family or the Elite community. This is our fellowship time, so everything I'm doing with you tonight, normally without COVID, will be in a very luxurious hotel in the center of London, normally the Park Plaza, uh, Crown Plaza in King's Cross, and we're just sharing the word with one another, edifying one another, and building ourselves up for the new economy and new world leaders. And so tonight, I speak to you from our HQ, from the elite HQ, that is, um, and just to administer the word of God and to remind us to what we are called to. But before we were ever elite or before we were ever who we are as this small carcass of people, the greater family that is SPAC Nation has set this platform for us, has set this foundation for us in order to speak to the multitude of people. So tonight I want to greet the SPAC Nation family. I want to thank my father, uh, my general, that is Pastor Toby Adebuega, but then also beyond that, this Sunday we saw an extraordinary handover, something that I've never seen in all my years. Pastor Toby Adebuega handing over the baton to his sons, Pastor Samuel Okokia and to Pastor, da Pastor Dami Balogun, who are my generals, my leaders, and the people that I look, to, look up to in this move. What an honor and privilege it is to see a new generation of emerging triumphant leaders. It is truly an honor to be alive at this time. I don't care COVID, post-COVID, pre-COVID, mid-COVID. It is a joy to know the mysteries of what the Lord is doing in our midst. Truly, truly, he is dispensing a new reality, a new grace upon his children to embark on a next level of his work. It's, a, it's called a dimension and it's called a grace that we have entered into, that he has made us privy he's given us the privilege to embark on it and for that I'm truly grateful for that I'm truly in awe of what the Lord is doing in our midst how can I not just surrender to him how can I not just lift him on high and thank him for the leadership that he's put over my life he's put over the life of the elite leadership over Pastor Sam over Pastor Dami and all of the leaders of our house so tonight I just want to share a very brief word of you as we begin to think about who we are called to be in this generation, who we are called to be in the lives of many people. So I hope you're ready for the word this evening. Are you ready? Are you ready this evening? Are you truly ready this evening? If you know somebody is not on, make sure that they are on this evening and they are following us on this And on the YouTube and all the various platforms that social media has to offer. And also make sure you're following me on Instagram. We need to build that platform. I know that there are souls there waiting to hear the word of God. The undiluted, unchangeable, unapologetic word of God. Praise God. Awesome. Awesome. So this Sunday, PT began to speak to us about the start of something new and I know that if you're part of the nation, you would have been a part of the four-day word explosion that we had. And I encourage you all, and I hope that the media team can help me by posting those sound clouds or doing something with those sound clouds. Because you, if you're part of our community, um, 
whatever that stands for, then that word, those four days were for us. We needed to hear that. We needed to be invigorated by this word of God. It needed to touch an area of our lives that will move us from glory to glory, from grace to grace. I believe that those words have set us up for a now beginning for a beginning that causes us to take the word of God to begin to create the community that we would like to see. I was saying to the elite family the other day, I think God has set us up for a time like this. COVID is not an accident. COVID is not just something that happened by the way. God has set us up. He's given us the opportunity to quickly begin to understand without rush still. He's given us the opportunity to sit down and begin to mature in the things of God so that we can go into this next level of what he's calling us to. I think he's beginning to teach us how to concentrate on the word. He's beginning to teach us how to concentrate on family. I look at some of the people that have been put off of work and I'm thinking, where is your God now? Where are the people that you expected to pay your salary? They're not doing that anymore. Who do you rely on? It can only now be but God. So he's setting us up for a time like this, for us to focus on him, like scripture would say, fixing our eyes on Jesus, who is the author, the finisher, the pioneer, the perfecter of our faith. When we can fix our eyes on him, we understand that we are on a journey towards somewhere. Peter began to get this right. He started fixing. He was steady upon the waters. He was walking on those waters because he was fixed. His eyes were completely glued to this Christ as soon as he started seeing a tsunami of problems his bills, COVID, all these things, that's when the sinking started to happen but from tonight what I want us to do is maintain that fixture maintain our position in Christ, maintain the authority that God has given us because of this word are you with me tonight guys and so we're going to start a little bit like this if your life is going to ever amount to anything significant as a believer, the foundation of all things will have to be the word. Scripture will begin to tell us there is value in the word. And as we go through scriptures tonight, we'll begin to see what we are called to do and why you are set apart. When God says you are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, you're going to have to believe that he meant that stuff. You're going to have to believe he has set you apart. The scripture will begin to tell us that they're in a, in a, in a house. There are many articles, some of gold some of this, some of that. As for you, you are a refiner's piece of gold. So God is relying on you in this generation. So when we speak tonight, I want our attention to be solely on Matthew chapter 5. But before we go there tonight, we're going to start with really what looks like in the beginning, Genesis chapter 1. Let's go there. Stay with me tonight as we have a brief word together, a brief conversation together. Genesis chapter 1, let's read. Be patient with me because I will stop, start from place to place so that we can get to where we want to be. Let's go. In the beginning. Okay. In the beginning. I already have a question. In the beginning of what would be my question? 
in the beginning of what? Because when we jump to the, the book of John, we'll see in the beginning there also. So my question is, what was before that in the beginning? That's not even our problem tonight. But tonight, you can start a new beginning. You can genesis your life from tonight. Genesis is not just a book that should be read for then. Genesis is still relevant now. So today you may be thinking that I've gone through this, that and the other and you know I can't start all over again and I really want to make it right and I've done all these things. Don't forget you said behold all things have passed away. Today you are a new creature. So you can start your in the beginning today. I'm going ahead of myself but I just feel that this message needs to go out ASAP. He said in the beginning. Meaning that there was something there before. But listen, let's look at how God will begin to introduce himself and introduce his tripartite nature, which is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Let's begin to read, Ma. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So in the beginning, God, we see the first dispensation of this God. So in the beginning, God, yes, Created the heavens and the earth. Yes. Now the earth was formless and empty. Yes. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. Yes. And the spirit of God was now, hovering. Now we can see the Holy Spirit has been introduced tonight. You know, God is always in the business of family. He likes teamwork. And I've got some of the leadership to go and watch this Netflix series. I think it's called The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. And I think it's a very powerful series. Very, very powerful. I've literally been glued to the stuff. Every team that I've had, I said, go back and listen to this. Because this is how we build teams. God is interested in family. He's interested in, in teams. He's interested in making sure that everybody wins. So he wasn't just interested in, in the beginning, God, and there. No, he started introducing the Holy Spirit. Keep reading, Ma. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Yes. And God said, Yes. Let there be light. Okay. Then God said, That let there be light actually means light be. It actually means light be. And if scripture tells us that Christ is the bright and morning star, then that light be there was actually Christ. God was introducing us to his tripartite nature. He was introducing us to the three dispensations of who he was or who he is. He was about to start a new world. And in this new world, he wanted to introduce himself. And so he started off with God. He started off with the Holy Spirit. And then he said, let there be light. He was saying, let there be Christ. Light be. And this is where I'm going to jump all the way to Matthew chapter 5 when he says that you are the light. And if we've been born of Christ and if we, if we die the same death that, died, uh, uh, that uh, Christ died on the cross, then guess what? We've become like him. So that Genesis actually, you can actually, be, you can actually say, and God said, let there be Nikki or let there be a Mary. Let there be a Genevieve. Let there be a CJ. Let there be a Nike. 
Let there be a beverage. That was the introduction of you. You control the new beginning. If you decide that you want a new world, a new community, and you're tired of what you're seeing, what you ought to do as a believer is to go back to the genesis of your life and say, Lord, let there be a new beginning. <laughs> In that new beginning, God says, you're not alone. I am there. Holy Spirit is there. You be. Haliata. So what happened to the church then? What happened to us? Please, I'm not here to do church with you. In fact, I'm not even interested in all that stuff. What I'm interested in is, is having an impact in this world. A positive, life-changing impact in this world. The same way Christ did when they began to form the world. When God looked at Adam, he was saying, Adam be the same nature that God had. He had given to this Adam. Adam became, was supposed to be light. So when the lion would come to him, he already knew because he's taken the nature of this divine God. God knew that Adam would name animals according to the way God would because he's taken on a nature. When we become one with Christ, we become light. Eh -eh, eh -eh. Mm -mm. So that we don't get this wrong. In fact, it's one thing being one with Christ. It's another thing abiding. When we can abide in him and him in us, then truly we'll be a reflection of who we are abiding in. That's how we become the true light and salt to this world. That's how we really have dominance and influence over all of mankind. God saw the light and he saw that it was good. It was fit for purpose. What is the purpose over your life? Have you become the light for the sake of that purpose? Are you looking at your community and wondering what's happening here? You're complaining. Habakkuk also had a complaint, but guess what he did? He went to the God that creates and said, I want to become the light to this problem. Let me solve it. If we're not happy with our community, our job is not to sit back, fold our hands and say, hmm, these kids or these people or these children or these men, women, what are they doing? No, you become the light. When you become the light, you become the influence. You become the impact that people are looking for. Are you hearing me tonight? Whenever God wants to do something in our midst, whenever God wants to do something supernatural, he looks for it in the beginning. When he wanted to use a man like Gideon, when he wanted to use a David and all of these great men of God, he looked for in the, in the beginning and started creating with these men and started saying, you, you're a nobody, that's fine. Let me start with that because that is a formless man. You are an empty vessel. You are vacant. So I can come in and fill. I can come in and abide. I can make a home in your heart, a dwelling place, an atmosphere conducive for me to remain. That is why 
why David would go to the cave of Abdullam and become like a light bearer in the midst of what looked like nothing. Are you hearing me? When you get back into your institutions, whether it be the mental health, becoming a lawyer or whoever you are, God is saying, go there and become the light. But the question is, what is this light and what does it do? Because the light comes with a weight. Satan is not after your body. He's not after your physique or your person. He's after that light. He's after the light because he knows it is, it, it is a treasure. It's been hidden in an earthen vessel. That earthen vessel is you, so it's not really you. He's looking for the light. He's looking for the Christ that lives on the inside of you. Your job is to protect it. Your job is to house it. Your job is to incubate it and watch that light grow. Yes, as much as light will come and it's dominant and it takes its form. But guess what? Nobody ever really knows the source of light. And this is why we cry, Abba Father. What does Abba Father mean? It means our source. <laughs> oh my God. The word of God is so sweet, so endearing. Anything that comes outside of this word makes us a nothing, makes us a nobody. Once we can concentrate and let this word concentrate on us as light, that's when we become somebodies. That's when we become creators. And that's what the world is looking for now. I think P.T. said it the other day. Those that are in Oxford, Cambridge, Harvard, guess what? They're only managers, managing something that already exists. But you will come as a light bearer. You will come as a creator. How do you start offending with Fendi? You are a man that creates. Why? Because light is upon that person. You carry the weight, the kabod, the glory of God all upon the inside of you that makes you a man of impact, that makes you a man of influence, relevance, and dominance. Wherever you go, they will recognize you as the son. They may not know it because nobody ever knows the source of a great man of God. That's why they will be confused, but all they know is that this is a light. Caesar and the and the uh, the um, the Pharisees they couldn't understand this light, but they knew it was a light. Nicodemus will go by night to get the light. <laughs> Nicodemus will go and meet Jesus by night and ask questions. I know you are the light. Matthew chapter five. Verse 14. From verse 13. Let me get there with you. Let's read. You are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of this earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? I'm sorry to offend any Christian believer that's out there, but listen. This is what's happened to the church. You became too salty to the point where nobody wanted to mix with you or in fact, to the point where you were unmixable. The stew, it said you were the salt of the earth, meaning that the stew was already created. 
The platform was already there. The pot was already boiling. It was already bubbling and sizzling. All you needed to do was go in as a salt, enough to influence that stew and become tasty. But what you did, what the church did, was become too salty, too religious, too overbearing, to the point where nobody wanted to eat from that pot. The pot of Egypt looked more appetizing. Even the children of Israel couldn't stand <laughs> be moving with Moses because the pot of Egypt looked more appetizing. Christians became too salty. You lost your value. And guess what happens? When you put too much salt in a place, it becomes corrosive. It's now dangerous. In fact, doctors will say, don't eat too much salt. It's not good for you. Stay away from it. You were just supposed to be salty enough. This is why Jesus will come for a time. If he came and overstayed his welcome, that earth would have became too salty. Mm. It would have become too salty. I would begin to treat Lot's wife tonight, but that's not really where I'm going. I'm still trying to get you to in the beginning. I'm trying to get you to where you are, the form. In fact, where God wants you to take the word of God and begin to form it. That is the salt. Go and put it in your institutions. And don't go there and become this highly righteous Christian man. You will lose people. Be you. But being you is being light. And if you've truly become one with Christ, he will teach you how to be the most influential men and women of your time. He will show you his ways. He will show you his precepts if you can trust and move with this word. Are you with me tonight? Let's keep reading, Mark. But if the salt loses its saltiness, yes. how can it be made salty again? Yeah. It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. So when God said light be in Genesis, does that not sound like this same scripture? Was he not speaking that you will be now the one that will complete the trinity? <laughs> he said you are seated at the right hand side of the father meaning you become one with Christ meaning that you are part of this divine trinity not in the Godhead but in the element of this earth God looks at you as the God here on earth so guess what actually he responds to you before he makes any move but before he responds to you he checks to, he checks to see is there word there the word is the component of the light don't forget he says Said. That is words, right? He said, let there be light, meaning that it was a word that introduced the light. Are you following me tonight? Because what I'm giving to you is the revelation of who you are. So when you look at your life and say, I'm not going anywhere, check the genesis of your life. Check the word over your life. What were you called to? What area of life has the Lord sent you to? Who are you becoming for? Is it the mental health sector? Yetunde. Then you go out there and you become light. Is it the children's sector? Pastor Chris, then God is saying, come and be the light there. Be the light bearer for the children in that generation it will be you that will take them to the in the beginning so that they can get the chronology chronology uh, the chronology of their life in order so that they can get their footsteps in God in order it will be you it will be you 
Let's stop playing ourselves. Let's stop playing church. I don't want to do that. I don't want to play hocus pocus. But I do know that what I'm in now, SPAC Nation, the elite city, and all the fellowships under the leadership of Pastor Sam and Pastor Dami, this is the light. And I can't for a minute move myself from what I know the Lord is doing in our generation. I'll be a fool to do such a thing. I've seen us go from grace to grace, from trial to trial, and become stronger. Why? Because the word has always been our sure foundation. We have not departed from the truth that is Christ and the church, Christ and the hope of his glory, living as the reality on the inward parts of our mortal being. This is our salvation. This is our truth. And this is what is causing us to have an effect on the world. Listen to me. Before they started putting face marks on their face. Are you telling me that Spat Nation didn't put balaclavas on first? What are you talking about? The church has supposed to be the ones that do things first. The church is supposed to be the ones setting trends. We are the ones that are supposed to be the light. Anything going should come from the church first. But guess what? Religion came in and usurped what the Lord was trying to do. Christianity came in and took away from what the church was supposed to represent. <laughs> oh my God. The world were complaining. They're wearing balaclavas. They're putting things on their face. Now look, are you not all wearing balaclavas on your face? And you know, I see people wearing gas masks in Sainsbury's. Do you not know? Do you not know? Do you not know? These were types and shadows for what were yet to come. But if we can incline our ears and incline our hearts, we would have known that the Lord was trying to show us something. That he was about to shake the heavens and shake the earth. And something was about to come our way that would change society forever. Now he's saying, I'm looking for the Elijahs of this generation that will by a prayer, by a fervent prayer, will begin to ask and inquire of the Lord to make a move in our generation. Are you really ready for the move of God? Are you just playing church? Because I only want to speak to those that are ready to be the light. I only want to speak to those who are ready to cause damage in our society for the good, for the message, for the kingdom, for the light that you are. Listen, many people never don't really recognize light, you know. They don't recognize it. You have to invite light in for you to recognize it as light. When Jesus was going about from place to place, only those that were really going to change the world to the point where Rahab recognized Christ in two spies. She saw light. You only truly ever recognize light when you've been in darkness in your life. When you've seen true darkness. That's when you really experience light. And so for someone like me, you will know that I've been in deep, 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 deep darkness. You will just know. I don't have to share my testimony. Just by the way I speak, you will know that this woman went through hell. 
But in the midst of being in that hell, guess what? I saw a light. And I was very skeptical of that light. But I recognized that this was a light that I needed. This was the light that would change this Nikki into something that was nothing. This formless entity into something that can be built upon. Into a city that people will look at. at into a, 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 a people's. Because I don't work alone. I don't operate alone. I move with family. I move with community. I have leadership. And those leadership first came to me as light. As I began to recognize them as light, guess what? I too can begin to partake of this light also. I become ones with this light. But you've got to recognize when you see light, even if you doubt it, just trust it. Oh, that sounds like an oxymoron, right? That sounds confusing. How do you doubt but trust? Oh yes, you can doubt but trust something. I think I was sharing with the elite family, uh, maybe last week at some point, Gideon. Oh, sorry, uh, um, yes, Gideon. As he was about to build his army, God would said, if you're afraid, go this way. Even though he was afraid, he still went. And God still gave him uh, the army of the Midianites. Because he still trusted, even in his doubt. I want a new beginning for this London, for this UK. And I'm going to be part of those final frontiers alongside my generals, Pastor Sam and Pastor Dami and the whole team, Pastor Obi, Pastor uh, Onye and everybody else, Pastor Shadia, everyone. To make sure that we are continually radiating the light of Christ all over our generation and in every sector and every endeavor of our life. But we must understand the purpose of this light so that we know how to use it wherever we go. The problem is, you see what happened? Satan had taken Adam's light. Adam was still alive, right? He didn't die. Because it's not the body he's looking for. It is the light that Satan's coming after. And Satan will take this greater light because it wasn't for him. He makes it a lesser light. And that lesser light is like an artificial light. And guess what? The world will still look at it. Which is why your social medias will be popping at times. It is a lesser light. Social media does not mean anything. Instagram, Facebook, on all these places. It is nonsensical. It is. I will only be there because I want to penetrate the light. But guess what? I don't care about it. I don't care. I just know that before anything else, I'm an evangelist. And if that's where the souls are, guess what? I'm going to be on Instagram. And guess what? I'm going to be popping there too. It may take me time. And that's good. For every builder, he will always first count the cost. He will always take his time to build. A builder that sows knows that he's going to reap. But guess what he will do? Day unto day, he will keep watering. He will keep making sure that that seed is rightly planted. It's correctly rooted in the soil. And he will keep going there, filling it with water. Making sure that it's getting the light. <laughs> it's making sure that it gets the light. It's attracting to the light. Eventually, I was talking to one of the sisters yesterday, and we'll say, Yeah, we're gonna get a plant, um, uh, we're gonna start 
um, planting scotch bonnet. And she said, guess what? It's so beautiful. Go and get the right compost. Because I was just about to start sowing the seeds into this ground. She said, eh, eh, ma, you've got to get the right ground. You've got to get the compost. So go and get a new bed and lay the compost. I said, wow. So that means the ground has to be right still. That means those that are on social media have to be ready to receive the light, to receive the seed, to receive the word. Now they're listening. Now they're paying attention. Now they're asking questions. Now they want to be involved because this was all that ever mattered from the beginning. Whether makeup, no makeup, whether designer clothes, no design, those things don't matter. It doesn't mean anything. I don't have to do all this. I don't. It doesn't mean anything to me. It doesn't. I know where this life was. I know what death looks like. I've tasted it. It's darkness. Like I said, wherever there is darkness, when you, when you, if we switch off all of these lights in this place, you will see darkness. And you will know that if there be a little beam of light, guess what? All attraction will go to that light. Then when you put the light on, it will show you all your flaws. It will begin to reveal one of the ugly sides of you so that it can begin to genesis your life. I said to the elite family, it would take a man that truly likes the truth to look in the mirror. Because the, look, the mirror will look back at you and say, that's wrong, that's wrong. That's wrong and that's wrong. That's wrong too. Go and fix it. And if you're honest with yourself, you will go back and fix it. That's why the scripture would say, beholding like a mirror, the glory of the Lord. We are being transformed into his glory. So how do we get the mirror? Once we lift this up, open it up, eat it, consume it. Make it our bread of life. We'll begin to reveal the areas in our life that need us to go back to Genesis. You are the light. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Mm. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand mm. and it gives light to everyone in the house. Your light has to give light to everyone, even to the most uh, unusual cases of people. I'm looking at the kind of people that are interested in the nation now. I'm thinking, even you, even you, yeah, because the light is, is, is reflecting. It's doing its job. It's going to where it needs to go. This is still in the beginning. I hope you know that. Because once you can attract yourself in the, to the light, you are now in a position to start creating. You are now in a position to start creating. Have you finished reading that, Mom? In the same way, yes. let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father let in Let your heaven. shine, your light shine amongst others, meaning let it shine in the midst of darkness. All around us, all we can see is darkness from place to place, from here to this, all over the globe. We're seeing darkness. God is saying he needs you, your light to shine all over the world, which is why we can't just be confined to London. We've got to be a global movement, shining and dispensing 
dispensing the word of God, the glory of God, the grace of God all over the world so that many men can too in turn come to this light also. That is our duty. That is our responsibility. It is a heavy call. It is a heavy burden. But guess what? You've got the capacity for that burden. You have the capacity for that call. Finish reading, ma'am. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them. No, let's finish that place. Let's read John chapter one, I believe. You know where I'm going with this. In the beginning. In the beginning was the word. In the beginning was the word. So there's another in the beginning here. So what was before that in the beginning also? Do you see where I'm coming from now with this in the beginning? When elite started, it was an in the beginning moment. When alopecia came on, upon Pastor Nikki, it was an in the beginning moment for my life. My job was to begin to use the word to formulate that beginning. It's either we use the word or we use the world. And when I speak about the world, I'm talking about the sins of this world. I chose the word. As tough as it was. As much as it didn't make sense in my situation, I chose the word. And because of that, I'm being blessed on a day-to-day. -day. And it's not because I'm the richest or the most flashiest or the most uh, extravagant or the whatever, whatever, whatever does that mean anyway. No, because I found a new lease of life that's transforming other lives and introducing them to this light also. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was with who? And the word was with God. Yes. And the word was God. Okay. The introduction of the three men that we saw in the book or the three dispensations of God have reintroduced themselves in the book of John. Let's keep going. He was with God in the beginning. Who was with God in the beginning? Through him all things were made. Yes. Without him nothing was made yes. that has been made. Yes. In him was life. Yes. And that life was the light of all mankind. In him was life. And in that life was the light of all of mankind. So in that Genesis 1 was the introduction of Christ. But it was there as light. So the real translation for that Genesis chapter 1 from verse 4, I believe, or whatever it was, from verse, um, verse 3, it says, And God said, he was actually saying, light be. Light take your place. Nikki, take your place. Christ, take your place. Begin to take formation and go and create. Let's keep reading, man. Let's see what happened as a result of this light. The light shines in the darkness. It shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome the it. The darkness has not overcome it. In fact, the darkness cannot comprehend it. Then guess what? Darkness has to subject to the light. It has to submit itself to the light. Whenever light comes into darkness, darkness has to bow down. Light has preeminence over darkness. Meaning that when you enter a room, 
guess what? Everybody must bow down. And you know, I, I, I love this. PT was beginning to say that you eventually will begin to sit down with millionaires on our table. And it reminded me of someone like a Pastor Diola. She's going to be very wealthy, you know. But we will sit at our dinner table and we will just like normal. Why? Because she became the light as a lawyer in her creative industry or whatever it is she's doing. She became the light. I remember the day I said, Pastor Diola, go and submit all the law work you do with Pastor Dorothy and law in the city. Are you not telling me someone like that is going to become great? Of course she is because she understands submission. She understands family. She understands team. She understands greatness and she understands unity. In that John chapter 1, what we saw was a unification of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then we saw the dispensation and the actuality of what the unity of those tripartite beings can, can produce. That's what we saw there. Let's keep reading. Let's, let's start seeing what happens now. There was a man sent from God. There was a man sent from God. Whose name was John. Hey before they named him anything the first thing that mattered was there was a man sent this is why I say to you Satan is not after John he's after the man because that man was sent by God and that man is carrying the light of God because he was sent as a messenger to this generation he was sent on an assignment he was sent to, to do a work. Keep reading, Mom. He came as a witness to testify. He came as a witness. Remember last week, we started, we started speaking about the testimony uh, and how we become wise to our testimonies. But that's not where we're going tonight. Let's keep reading. To testify concerning that light mm. so that through him what did all... He do? What did he do? He came to testify concerning the light. <laughs> Your job is to testify the, the light, the concerns of the light. What the light has come to do, that light has come to create, the light has come to reinstate you to who you truly are supposed to be. Are you following me tonight though? Because I don't know if you're hearing me. Remember, I'm not here to do church with you. And when I say church, I'm talking about the religious aspect with you. I'm here to do impartation. I'm here to do influence. By the end of this scope, I want you to go back. Those of you who are in Congo, those of you who are in Paris, those of you who are in Swanley, in uh, uh, all these places, Brighton, Essex, all over the world, I want you to go back to your areas and know that you are a man sent and you are sent concerning a light, meaning that you've got a message to testify from generation to generation to people to people from persons to persons and this light has to do its job and it has to do it from a, for a man God is not going to come down yes we may sing behold he comes riding on a cloud he's not going to do that you are the man that he's looking for to become you ride on the cloud of glory 
since therefore there's a great cloud of witnesses you ride on that cloud that cloud is a download of information that will teach you how to begin to reveal the reality of this light and what this light encompasses through light everything is created you can't create in the darkness what you would do in the darkness is be clumsy and you will begin to loiter And this is why it was significant for, G for Nicodemus to go and meet Jesus by night because he knew that this, he was in darkness. That night rep represented a darkness and he was about to introduce himself to the light. He had to invite light in for him to receive the totality of light. Finish reading this thing, Mark. So that through him all might believe. Yeah. He himself was not the light. Right. He came only as a witness to the light. Yes. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Wow. He was in the world. Yes. And though the world was made through him. Yes. The world did not recognize him. Can you see what I'm saying now? The world may not recognize you. You are this light. I don't know about you, but the Bible will say you are the light, right? So I'm only repeating what the Bible is saying. Is you are the light. Meaning that the world may not recognize you as the light. But guess what? You are here. Your job is now to influence yourself. Get in there. Stop being fearful. Stop looking at other people and, uh, and measuring yourself. Or can I, should I, did it, do you know, I got a word this week from my mummy in the Lord. And she said, but Nikki, just be patient. Just be patient. You don't need to compete. You don't need to do all these things. Just be there and help. And for a long, I struggle to understand what do you mean though? Because they're competing. Shouldn't I just be competing? Isn't that normal? Then the Holy Spirit slapped me. Beg him. Bussy. In the face, I say, hey, silly girl, wake up. Shh, what are you trying to do here? The only thing you're supposed to be competing against is that done out here community. I'm from Islington. You don't know what that place is. It's nonsense. And you're trying to prove yourself, trying to show you can do it. We know you can do it because I live in you, girl. You were made to do this stuff. Now, you see with all that stuff you think you know, go into your community and make a difference there. The church don't need your saltiness. No, 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 no. It's already too salty. They don't need that. Stop it. Stop that. Go out there and make the noise that you need to make. And even that noise is still controlled. Don't forget, when the Lord would go and speak to Elijah, it was in a still, small voice. Yes, the cloud, the storms, and the thunder will come, and it will look like bing, bang, bo, shot. Just the way he slapped me, it will look like that. But it's not that. It's in the still, small voice. That's where he's speaking. Which is why the kind of influence that you will have will be very peculiar. Very peculiar. You won't need to be too loud, or too brash, or too everywhere. You will speak one word and it will be more than enough. You will say one thing and it will touch the hearts of many. 
You will do one thing and it will capture the hearts and the attentions of many. In the area of architecture, the Lord is giving you spiritual intelligence, CJ. He's trying to download a supernatural level of wisdom that's beyond your capacity. You can't calculate or quantify such things. You can't do it. That's beyond human measure. And this is why we pray prayers. I pray that the eyes of your heart will be flooded with light. Flooded with light, according to the Amplified Version. Or Passion Version, one of the versions. It will be flooded with light so that you will begin to see the mysteries of this Christ unfold. They will call it artificial intelligence. But God is saying, no, no, no. This new dimension is going to be called spiritual intelligence. It will be a man that's able to download what God is saying, what the Holy Spirit is saying to the lives of a man. Based on that, you're able to be the creator. You're able to do what God did in the book of Genesis. The moon, the stars, the this. If I begin to explain to you what those, uh, when he placed the moon and stars and saw it was good, what it means to us now and how we can translate that to us now, you will be bamboozled. The God that we serve is a God of setup. He's a God of order. He already has a plan. He already told Jeremiah, for I know the plans that I have for you. These are plans of good. Fit for purpose. 2 Corinthians 5.17 and I'll end it from there tonight. And in fact, have you finished reading this John chapter 1? Okay, let's finish reading. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become Second children of five. God. Second Corinthians 5. And I'm tempted to start from verse 1. But we'll be here all night. So let's jump straight to verse uh, 16. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Listen to this. The old has gone. You're going too fast for me. Let's go back to verse 17 and let's read that very emphatically because you will see Genesis here. You will see it here. Verse 17. Let's go. Therefore... If anyone is in Christ. Is in Christ. So. Okay, let's not go ahead of that. Go on. The new creation has come. Yes. The old has gone. The old has gone. Meaning that in the book of Genesis, something old had gone. Which means there was an in the beginning God. God was about to set up a new world. The old creation had gone, it means that the old world had gone. And behold, he was about to start a new creation because you were in Christ. Want to create a new world? Get into Christ. Want to become a creator of light? Or, or, or what, sorry, want to be what, those who create because of light? Get into Christ. 
get into this word, soak it in. I think Pastor Sam was teaching today on the leadership class and he said, eat this word. Just taste and see. Make it part of your diet plan. Be, have an appetite for the word. You plus the word will equal you growing. Daniel had an appetite for the word so he kept feeding on it. And because of that he kept becoming a great man of God. I think Michael Jordan was saying it also in his uh, series. He was saying, I kept feeding on this gift. I kept feeding. I kept teaching myself on this sport. Even when they outscouted me, they said I was no good for sophomore. But guess what? I'm going to keep training myself. I'm going to keep getting more knowledge on this stuff. And because of that, he became a, he became a global superstar to the point they started calling him Black Jesus. Now that is influence. That's influence, but it's still the lesser light. It's still the lesser light. God is saying, you carry the greater light. You carry the greater light. Go on, Mark. The new is here. Yes. He said, the new is here. You are the new. And you are here. So it's about time we get to work, brothers and sisters, friends and family. It's about time we get into Christ. It's about time we get into this word. It's about time we keep feeding on this word. Because guess what? Later down in scripture, in Romans chapter 8, it will then begin to say that the generation is eagerly waiting for the manifestation of these people that have been endowed and flooded with light. That is me and you and you and I and us together forever and stuff like that. Have you finished reading that one? All this is from God. All of this is from who? From God. From the same man, in the, so from the same dispensation we saw in Genesis 1? Yes, it's from him. Keep reading, man. Who reconciled us to himself. Oh, wow. Through, I love that. Through Christ and gave us the ministry of, of reconciliation. Uh -huh. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ. I love it not counting people's sins against them. He's not counting your sin. And he has committed to us yes. the message of reconciliation. I love it. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. I love that. As though God were making his appeal through us. Yes. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Yes. Be reconciled to God. Yes. God made him who had not who had no sin to be sin for us yes. so that in him we might become the righteousness of God praise God praise God I think I've given you enough to think on tonight so we started this topic on talking about in the beginning what does it mean to us because we can keep saying things like new beginnings and new beginnings and new beginnings and new beginnings and I'm tired of hearing that and until I understand what does that actually mean though every new year we start saying that oh it's a new year new beginnings new ways of no 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 new beginnings means taking our lives and 
genesis in it getting it back to the foundation which will always be the word the proceeding now word that's what makes you relevant in this generation that's what makes you the creator that what that's what makes you part of that trinity that's what gives you the light it says there you are christ's ambassadors meaning that we all work for the same company we all come from the same family we're all going to get a piece of the inheritance. We're all going to enjoy an, on that great day. And Lord will say to us, well done, good and faithful servant. Why? Because you continued carrying the light. Every time he saw you, he was seeing light. When he sees light, that's where he's able to speak on the earth. Our job is to keep carrying this torch, to keep carrying these messages, going back and listening to the sound clouds, listening to our new, new faces of the nation, Pastor Sam, Pastor Dami, and all the leaders there, and still, of course, our senior uh, uh, man of God, Pastor Toby Adebwega, is to keep listening to those messages that formed a new culture, that formed a new society, a new community within a community that is so powerful, mind you. That is very powerful. That even within a community, you're able to create the community. The community that everybody from outside looks into as small as it may be. They look at it and say, I want a piece of that. I recognize that. I like that. I want a part of that. That is blessing many people. Though many don't understand your light. Remember it said, many didn't recognize Christ as the light. That's fine. You just keep being the light. That's all your job is to do. Keep being the light. God will reveal himself. The Bible will tell us it will be him that will fight for you on that day. You don't have to worry about anything. You just keep doing his work. You just keep doing his word. And forming this world according to the way he wanted it to be in the book of Genesis. Adam did it wrong, but guess what? Christ came as the second Adam. That second Adam lives through you, meaning that everything that Adam lost, you are here to reclaim. That's the reconciliation that God wants tonight. Have you been blessed by this word tonight? I want you to begin to think deep now. And even ask the Lord. I say, Lord, I've not known you as light in my life. I didn't recognize that there was this light etching or itching to be released. Scriptures will always say, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. You grieving the Holy Spirit is not allowing it to you to do its job as becoming light. So put your things to the side, your sin to the side, your ways to the side. No wonder why Paul will boldly speak, bold, bold, boldly, sorry, boldly speak and boldly say, I've wronged no man. Why? Because this man had become a new man in Christ. Old things had been passed away. He became, or behold, he became a new man. Tonight, I just want you to speak to the Lord and commune with him and say, Lord, I have made you to smile in my eyes. Oh, Lord. And begin to speak to him tonight and say, Lord, I've 
I made you too small. I, I didn't realize you were so great as a light in my life. I, I couldn't comprehend it. I just didn't know it. But tonight you can magnify him in your life. You can reinstate him as the king of kings in your life. As the lord of lords in your life. As the great El Shaddai in your life. As the all in all in your life tonight.